0: Very commonly known, the liver holds uh, the emotional signature of anger, you know, or the kidneys hold the emotional signature of fear.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually what later then leads down to physical issues.
2: Thank you for joining Heal Thyself. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the show for another week. I'm very excited to drop some bombs today. They're going to be really good. So, today we're gonna talk about a looming crisis that is happening right now for all of us. And all of us are involved, and all of us are being and going to be affected. So, what I'm trying to do right now is bring this to the awareness of us so we can make an intervention right now to protect ourselves later on and our children. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about the dopamine crisis. It's on its way. If not, it's already here. But we really gotta get into the nitty gritty of what's going on, what's causing it, and how we can heal ourselves and balance. So, gonna talk about that. And as far as our special guests, we have Dr. Sunny and Shai, uh, two medical doctors who completely changed their practice and moved into energetic medicine. Now, I've always been a proponent of energetic medicine. It stands to believe we are electrical beings. We are energetic beings. So we would believe that the first intervention, the most powerful one, always is gonna come from energy. So we're gonna really talk about what the heck is energetic medicine and what things in our body are disrupting that energetic channel and flow for health. We can't be healthy if that energetic channel isn't flowing. Now we hear prana and ancient yogic and Indian traditions. We hear qi coming from uh, traditional Chinese medicine. We hear vitality and vis coming from uh, American medicine. But regardless, it's all the same thing. It's the energy that animates us. So we really wanna know what are the things in our body or that we do to our body that block those channels from elevating our health. So we're gonna talk to them about it. We're gonna get into the nitty-gritty of those things too. So really, really, really awesome show coming up. Before we do, as always, I'm gonna say a few words from our very awesome, amazing, all-time, Super cool sponsors. You know, we often underestimate the impact that laundry and cleaning products have on our overall health and well being. We do. We don't think about how many of those traditional detergents and household cleaners can be loaded with harmful chemicals and toxins that wreak havoc on our body, especially if we have kids. That's why I'm always excited to bring on sponsors that I align with. Molly Suds is one of them. They're a brand that has been using an absolute game changer of a formula. Molly Suds is amazing. It's a line of laundry detergents and household cleaners that are made with safer, gentler ingredients. Again, especially for you and your children or future children, right? To me, something really important is integrity in a company. Molly Suds, super high integrity. I appreciate how powerful and effective these products are at getting your clothes clean, but it's also kinder to your health and to the environment. They have laundry detergents in particular that are free of all those nasty chemicals, right? These are ones that you might see right now in the back of your product, 1,4-dioxane, formaldehyde, synthetic dyes. You're probably going to see fragrances. That one's going to be really common. These are all causing allergies, disrupting your hormones, and actually are known cancer, and actually some of them can increase your risk of cancer. And think about it. How often are you washing your clothes? I'll say this. The cleaning power of Molly Suds is impressive. It outperforms a lot of the mainstream brands without all the harsh stuff. And plus, this is one of my favorite parts. It's actually more cost-effective per load, which is a major bonus. And because Molly Suds is cruelty-free, vegan, and Leaping Bunny certified, I can feel good about ethical and sustainable practices behind the brand. So if you're ready to ditch those toxic cleaning products and make switch from something safer, something more effective, I highly recommend checking out Molly Suds. You can pick it up at your next Target run. Or to make it even easier, just go to mollysuds.com slash DRG. Use the code DRG to get 20% off of your entire order. That is M-O-L-L-Y-S. Suds.com slash DRG and use the code DRG. Let's talk about a game changer in the world of health and fitness. This is Lumen. It is the world's first handheld metabolic coach. Let me tell you a little bit about this game changer. It's a device that measures your metabolism through your breath. And on the app, it lets you know if you are burning fats or carbs and gives you tailored guidance to improve your nutrition, your workout, your sleep, and even stress management. Yeah their stress. And here's how it works. You simply breathe into the Lumen device first thing in the morning, and you get real-time feedback on whether you're burning fats or carbohydrates. Lumen then provides you with personalized nutrition plans for the day based on your metabolic measurements. So why does metabolic health matter? Well, think of your metabolism as your body's engine. It's what turns food you eat into energy to keep you going throughout the day. And when your metabolism is optimized, you'll experience benefits of easier weight management, improved energy levels, better fitness results, and better sleep. That's where Lumen comes in. It helps improve your metabolic health with every single breath that you take, offering recommendations to enhance your pre- and post-workout, fueling for peak performance and recovery. So if you want to take the next steps in improving your health, go to lumen.me and use the code DRG to get $100 off of Lumen. That is L-U-M-E-N. Dot me, and use the code DRG at checkout for $100 off. We have a crisis looming, it's on the horizon, and it's gotta do with dopamine. Our receptors are tired, real tired, from the overload and stimulus of dopamine in our bodies. Now dopamine is a neurotransmitter, and it's made from the amino acids tyrosine and phenylalanine. And like all neurotransmitters, they're chemical messengers between brain cells or neurons and we know it as our reward molecule. Makes you feel alert, motivated to do things, really happy. It's a molecule that motivates us to achieve and obtain things, right? Without dopamine, we'd just be sitting like a blob on the floor or on the couch, right? It's the thing that motivates us to get up and accomplish and do. So think of an activity that you know is pleasurable for you, right? Say it's your favorite food eating your favorite food, right? And we can visualize it. You can smell it, you can see it, right? For me, it's it's this vegan pizza from this place in New York, right, and I could see it, and it's glistening, right, with all that damn oil, and, and it's, it's inviting, the colors, right, the crust. I can even smell the crust, I can hear the crust. I can feel it in my body, right? My mouth begins to salivate. And the neurotransmitters affect on me dopamine when it's flooding my body through this visualization is going to be the very thing that gets me to get up and go, you know what, I gotta get to New York and I gotta get me one of them pizzas, and to buy a ticket, and to fly on an airplane, and then to go to New York for a pizza. I won't be doing that, but that is a neurotransmitter that is driving us to do and accomplish, the craving, right, that's a thing. So dopamine is characterized by basically this. It's something you think of or experience, and you're motivated to want more and you experience that and you feel good and you're flooded with that reward of more dopamine, like, oh, yes, I'm taking the first bite of this pizza and I could smell all the smells and hear all the New York City cabs honking and everything, I'm back, and then that's reinforced for you to do that in the future again. So aside from this characteristic, it's also creating more pleasure and reward, right? It's the whole motivation part of it. Dopamine also has a role in other things in our body. And movement, fluid movement. Low levels of dopamine are associated with Parkinson's disease. And if you've seen someone with Parkinson's, my grandfather had it. Uh, I remember when I was little, I would see his hand always shaking and he would shuffle his feet. And I would always wonder what's happening with his movements. Well, what happened was his dopamine was low, right? And it it goes to the dopaminergic receptors and the part of the brain. But you also see things like restless leg syndrome associated with it. Also, dopamine is uh, connected to memory, behavior and cognition attention, sleep, right, good deep sleep and arousal, mood, especially low levels of dopamine are associated with depression and even schizophrenia, learning and lactation actually, right? So it's one of the dopamine pathways, the sole dopamine pathway uh, that is not associated with reward is associated with lactation. Uh, But it also can act like a hormone in the body, meaning that it has far-reaching effects all throughout the system. It's implicated in proper blood flow, in our digestion, executive functioning, right? How we making decisions throughout our day and our brain, those complex decisions and decision-making, heart and kidney function, memory, focus, as I mentioned before, and then mood and emotions, as I was talking about. And believe it or not, it even has a role, as I mentioned digestion, but pancreatic function and even insulin regulation. So dopamine, is an essential neurotransmitter that when it's balanced, we feel balance. As you see, it's not just brain, focus, reward, cycle, but it's more expansive. So the more balanced our dopamine, the healthier we are. Now we are feeling the effects of too much constant release of dopamine in our body. When you have too much dopamine, it can lead all the way into mania, hallucinations, and delusions. But here's what happens with us. We get a tidal wave of dopamine, We're flooded with it, and then boom, it crashes, and then we're depleted with it. There's no consistent flow, right? We're not a sailboat on a sea of ease waves, right? Just just flowing through the ocean. Instead, we're seeing a tidal wave, we're really up high towards the sun, and then we're coming right back down, and we're on this crazy cycle of tidal wave to crash, tidal wave to crash, and because of it, it's not only affecting our mental health, it's affecting our physical health. So let's talk more about the things that really deplete our dopamine first. Lack of sleep. This is going to disrupt your dopamine automatically, especially the receptors. We have Nora D. Volko. Right? She's a director of at the National Institutes on Drug Abuse. And Volco done a lot of research and spoken a lot about the effects of sleep and dopamine and how they connect together. She says sleep deprivation, it will affect your dopamine system. It's going to affect how you regulate alertness, and overall brain function, right? MRI and PET scans that we see on sleep-deprived human subjects were seen to lack proper dopamine transmission. So the brain cells were, yes, releasing dopamine into the body, but the adjacent neuron, it wasn't receiving it, right? So we're trying to release dopamine, But ain't nobody there to receive it. And that's what happens when our sleep is becoming more and more deprived. And a lot of us are becoming deprived for sleep. And for me, it's one of the root things that is affecting our dopamine. And I'll talk a little bit about it more on the phone. But that blue light is really, really disrupting our sleep and our behaviors and our lifestyle. She says, when people are sleep deprived, they're less likely to regulate their desires and engage in impulsive behaviors, right? Because our dopamine is out of whack. And what we see is impulsivity. What else affects our dopamine? I feel like we're gonna be speaking to a lot of American culture, right? The United States, obesity. So many of us are suffering from obesity. So obesity creates deficiencies in dopamine synthesis and release. They affect the dopamine receptors. And dopamine disruption may actually be at the root of the obesogenic cycle. So the D2 receptor, what they saw was decreased and obese individuals in proportion to their BMI. So usually what we see is to the poor diet, due to diet, it induces changes affecting the dopamine system and leading to physical inactivity. So it's starting with that poor diet that's really affecting the whole dopamine system, the receptors, the synthesis, and then it's creating physical inactivity. So really interesting stuff because dopamine, as you'll see, becomes more and more sensitive to things that we're exposing it to every day. So we have the power with sleep and how we control our diet, which I'll go into a little bit more later, and how uh, our BMI looks, right? How, How we're controlling our muscle to fat ratio. Also an article titled Brain Dopamine and Obesity, it was published in the Lancet, quoted, dopamine modulates motivation and reward circuits, and hence dopamine deficiency in obese individuals may perpetuate pathological eating as means to compensate for decreased activation of these circuits. Again, the food affecting our dopaminergic system, right? And then leading to behaviors that increase or perpetuate the obesity, right? Like pathological eating, which is crazy, right? How how sensitive dopamine is to inputs like food. Well, what else affects dopamine? Drugs. Now, it's a big reason why they're so addictive is because its effect on dopamine. Some, like nicotine, heroin, and alcohol being the most dangerous drug of all, create a tidal wave that increase our dopamine so we feel rewarded and want more, right? And the latter two have a larger increase than the former, right, the alcohol and the heroin. But still, all of those are increasing our dopamine. Others, like cocaine, actually keep the dopamine signal in on mode the whole time, so it's always reactivated. Not all of us are taking drugs all the time, But what is a drug that is affecting us on the same mechanism in our body that we're exposed to every single day? And it's ubiquitous, and it's so popular, and it's the phone. Phone activity, like the drugs I just mentioned, nicotine, heroin, alcohol, cocaine, releases dopamine in our brains in the same manner, making us feel aroused, motivated, happy. And this pathway of activation is similar to drugs, right? When you're feeling more connected or validated, or really just interacting through the phone, your dopamine is being released constantly, and you're getting an influx. Dr. Anna Lemke, the world expert on addiction and the author of Dopamine Nation, well, she calls phones the modern-day hypodermic needle. She says, we've forgotten how to be alone with our thoughts, we're forever interrupting ourselves, and as she puts it, for a quick digital hit, which is constantly, constantly releasing dopamine in our body. Meaning we rarely concentrate on the taxing tasks for a long term that get us into that creative flow, but also give us that work to reward connection that is a more natural on pace evolutionary standard, which we evolved with, right? So every spare second, we're having an opportunity to be stimulated Right? and our constant need for gratification is causing our attention to go down and our dopamine to continue flooding our body, which is causing a drug-like reaction. So Lemke says we're losing our capacity to delay gratification, solve problems, and deal with frustration and pain in many different forms. But because of this rush of dopamine, especially early on in children, we're seeing downstream effects like ADHD, childhood aggression, behavioral problems, right? Because they're developing early on with screen and screen time. The more screen time, the more dopamine and the more dysfunction down the road. Children's brains are craving more dopamine while producing less dopamine naturally, right? So we're not self-regulating and that surge is just coming and coming and it's making it harder for us to experience peace and joy from natural experiences which are releasing dopamine. And tech companies know this and they're taking advantage of it and because of that our dopamine is becoming depleted and we're really facing a really big dopamine issue. So with that said, what helps dopamine? Now it's important to distinguish there's a difference between what helps balance and and synthesize and create and restore natural healthy levels of dopamine. Versus what overactivates it, we have to understand, right? It, stimulating dopamine from is in two different ways makes two different results. When we're overactivating it, it's things like video games, right? Uh, shopping, constantly shopping, recreational drugs, as I was talking about, sugar, porn, right? Gambling, all those addictive behaviors, thrill-seeking behaviors, all those things that happen and we, we constantly expose ourselves to it unnaturally, and we're flooded with these unnaturally high levels of dopamine, and it's stimulating our dopamine, reducing the breakdown, right? But we wanna make sure that we are naturally producing it and helping our body regulate and re-regulate itself. So, what are some ways naturally to help restore dopamine? Well, first and foremost, move away from the things that are unnaturally shooting out those tidal waves of dopamine, right? And I would start with the phone, you have to understand. There is a cost to having a phone, right? Aside from the monetary output, we have to understand the cost is especially in our brain chemistry. So for me, there's a deal. If you have a phone, you have to dedicate yourself to dopamine detox, period. If you have a phone, you have to dedicate yourself to dopamine detox. It's part of the deal of having a phone, right? So if you have a phone, You have to make sure, especially in the morning and especially at night, you've dedicated that time to reduce that flood of dopamine, help restore balance in your body, give those receptors some peace for a change, right? Help them rejuvenate and restore, especially when you sleep. So no phone in the morning, no phone at night, at least an hour. And then you got to do a dopamine detox. Take one day out of the week, preferably one day out of the week, if not one day out of the month. Take your phone, lock it up, don't use it for a day. Your brain and your body is going to thank you, I promise you, you're gonna feel completely different and you're gonna see how powerful dopamine is in your overall health. Cold water helps regulate dopamine, right? So it activates dopamine, serotonin and norepinephrine. These are upregulated when you're getting into cold water. One study in the European Journal of Applied Physiology looked at human physiological responses to immersion into water at different temperatures. What did they find? 57 degrees, to be exact, raise people's blood levels of neurotransmitters, adrenaline by 530%, which comes down, and dopamine by 250%, which is a great first step to raise up your dopamine naturally in the day. So I just mentioned, getting off your phone in the morning, not being on it, and then when you're done after or closing in on that hour, get into the cold. Take a cold shower, 57 degrees or lower. If you have a cold tub, even better. Get in a cold tub, 48 degrees or lower. Stimulate that dopamine naturally, and then you can get you can put on your day blockers and then get on your phone. Make sure you're not looking at that blue light all day especially if you're gonna be in front of the computer. So get off that dopamine, but make sure you're introducing it naturally. What else? Getting enough sleep. We know these things raise and boost dopamine levels naturally. You wanna make sure you get enough sleep, you wanna exercise. These are all evidence-based uh, interventions that really show how dopamine can be increasing in the body for the positive. Guess what? Listening to music. You are listen to music, and you go, damn, that song's good, and you get the chills, or you really feel that music? That's dopamine being released, right? So listening to music that is really resonant with you something that is coherent to you is going to be really powerful at naturally stimulating dopamine meditating actually an hour of meditation is going to increase your dopamine by 65 percent spending time in the sun we see more dopamine receptor concentration in people who spend more time in the sun this can all raise dopamine levels in a healthy way what else making sure you eat and i just mentioned early on the amino acids tyrosine and phenylalanine the two amino acids that go into making dopamine, right? So uh, there's animal products, if you eat animal products, but also apples, avocados, bananas, beans, legumes, beets, chocolate, green leafy vegetables, nuts, oats, olive oil. This is why variety is really important. Oregano, peanuts, rosemary, sea vegetables, sesame and pumpkin seeds, soy, turmeric, watermelon. Fava beans actually have L-DOPA, the precursor to dopamine, right? So you wanna make sure you're getting enough of these foods as well while getting out of the unnatural tidal wave exposers and creators of dopamine, right? You also want to support your body in dopamine synthesis with minerals and vitamins, right? Things like iron, copper, zinc, niacin, folate, B6, vitamin D, essential fatty acids, they're all important in creating dopamine in the body. They're cofactors as well. What else? Support your gut bacteria. We know Gut bacteria will help make serotonin and help aid in digestion. I mentioned dopamine has a role in digestion too. Gut bacteria create dopamine. Giving yourself prebiotic foods, Jerusalem artichoke, garlic, onions, asparagus, green leafy vegetables, apples, all of these prebiotic foods are gonna be helpful while eating fermented foods as well. Whichever ones that you prefer, look into that. Google them both if you never heard it. I speak about it a lot. All right, low levels of dopamine, you'll see especially when you crash. Remember I talked about being in the sea and hitting that tidal wave and coming back down? You're gonna feel tired, you're gonna feel moody, you're gonna feel unmotivated, which is a big thing that a lot of people used to come to me in clinic for, saying they have a lack of motivation. Uh, in many ways, we don't even see how it goes hand in hand with our over-usage and increased screen time. The more you are on your phone, the less motivated you're gonna be for anything. Touch and human connection, dopamine's release through hugs, dopamine's release when you're petting a dog, also practicing delayed gratification. This is something that's really hard especially for the youth because we're so used to wanting something, ordering it, getting it, wanting something, looking it up, finding it out. But delayed gratification helps us go back into that evolutionary experience of how we experienced dopamine, right? We had a task, a job, an experience, and then we were rewarded with the result, and then we went back and did something else and rewarded with the result. But there was always a time differentiation. There's an unnatural closing of that experience where we have the problem, the situation that we wanna solve, and experience a gratification really fast. And for that, it's bringing down our attention span as well. So there you have it. Uh, I'm calling it now in the year 2022. We are looking on the horizon and seeing a major, major issue that is coming forth. And you know, I can see right on the horizon uh, and I'm standing right at the shoreline and there's a tidal wave coming and it is a tidal wave of people with dopamine dysregulation. And a lot of us are suffering already. And if you feel tired or moody or unmotivated or any of the symptoms of low dopamine, know that one, you can control it. Two, your phone is probably one of the biggest biggest agents of dopamine disruption and dysregulation. And, and three, we can help restore it naturally. So follow these recommendations. See how you feel. Chances are you'll feel great. And, and yeah, and, and if it works for you, send it to someone you love and start spreading this. Alright. Can't wait to get to this conversation with Satya Health. This is collectively uh, Sunny and Chai. They're amazing, amazing doctors. We're going to talk a little bit about my tattoos. They were telling me before we got on, I got a ton of tattoos and they're disrupting my energetic system. Now they, they actually put it on, uh, and we quantified it on a visual image that showed that my tattoos were doing that. But it's not only tattoos, we're gonna talk about all the things that affect our energetic flow in our body. Look, staying hydrated is the key to feeling your best. It is a ten- It was my first post ever on Instagram about hydration and water. But, you know, all the concerns about tap water and quality of tap water. I, put, I did a lot of shows on it talking about you can even find what is the quality of your tap water. It's hard to know if what you're drinking is truly clean. And for me, it's so important, so, so important. This is one of the first interventions I tell people, the first investments. Get yourself a good quality water filter. The most pure water without worrying about those contaminants. That's why I'm super excited to share with you AquaTrue. If you followed me, I've been talking about AquaTrue since 2018. I've had it since 2018, and I'm so happy they're a sponsor because it's something that I really have been using for the long term. AquaTrue purifiers, they use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, meaning they tackle all those harmful contaminants right head on. And what's the best part? There's no installation, no plumbing required. You plug it in, and you're good to go. Almost half of the U.S. tap water contains PFAS. These are forever chemicals, polyfluorinated chemicals that we get from the water Usually, a byproduct of the industry that goes into the clouds, it rains, and it gets all over our water system. It is one of the biggest concerns in environmental medicine right now. Aqua is certified to remove these contaminants and many more to give you that peace of mind. Plus, their range of purifiers fits every single home from countertop options to under sink models. And don't forget, they also have a Wi Fi connected purifier and mineral boost option. Check that one out. But really, one of the main reasons I love Aqua is because not only does it remove All of those really, really concerning chemicals, the ones that I talk about so much on the show, the ones that were found throughout so many water systems across the United States that cause so many diseases, including cancer, we have something that removes that. It's affordable and long-lasting, lasting lasting up to six months to two years, these filters. And think about it. One set of filters makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents of a bottle. So if you're going out to the supermarket and buying those water bottles by the dozen or by the 30-pack, not only are you putting a burden to the environment with the plastic, you're putting a burden to your body with the plastic, and it's not even quality water. So since switching to AquaTrue, it's been the best of the best. Every one of my family has one. All my friends have one. And the best part is AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you can try it risk-free. And for you, the Heal Thyself listener, you get 20% off of any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code DRG at checkout. So if you're ready to upgrade your water game and enjoy pure, clean water straight from the tap, don't wait, go to aquatrue.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. You know, when it comes to overall health, the little daily habits can make a huge difference. Take flossing, for example. Seems like such a minor thing, right? But taking good care of your teeth and gums does way more than just prevent cavities and bad breath. Emerging research shows that it can actually support whole body health, and may even prevent cognitive decline as you age. That's wild, right? That's why I'm really excited to tell you about this awesome company called Slate and their game-changing three-in-one electric flosser. It's the only product out there that flosses your teeth, massages your gums, and even scrapes your tongue to remove bacteria to promote fresher breath. I've been using the Slate Flosser for about a month now, and I'm hooked. Unlike regular floss picks that you have to jam into your mouth, this electric flosser does all the work for you with 12,000 sonic vibrations per minute, really cleaning out them gums. The innovative gum sweeps give your gums a gentle massage to increase circulation too. And let's not forget the built-in tongue scraper to help zap bad breath at the source. So to start one of the easiest and healthiest daily habits with the Slate Electric Flosser, Go to slateflosser.com and use the code DRG to get 10% off of your very own flosser. That's 10% off of your easy-to-use Slate Electric flosser at slateflosser.com slash DRG, S-L-A-T-E-F-L-O-S-S-E-R.com and the code is DRG. All right, check it out. Two special guests all the way from South America right into my studio. What a blessing it is to have Dr. Sunny and Shy of Satya Health. Now they are functional, full holistic energetic practitioners they they blew me away when i had my own consult with them and the stuff they showed me i have never seen coming out of the mouth of two doctors who are so highly trained but understanding the deepest deepest parts of what healing is so without further ado thank you dr sunny thank you dr Shai.
0: thank you for being on the show Thank what you for a blessing. having us. Thank
2: you, Thank Dr. You. G. Yeah, yes. man, it's it's uh, we, we waited so long uh, yes. to have you here. You know, it, it's, it's hard with the logistics of one part of the country, other part of the country, but I'm excited that we're both sitting here cuz this conversation I've been waiting for a long time.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we
2: both are well versed in the stuff that is like brings me life as a practitioner. So I'm going to start off with the most important question. Is energy healing, energy medicine, primary route for healing diseases?
1: Primary and room. Yes. Those are the best ways to describe it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this has really kind of been hidden from us for a long time. This, there's been science on this since the 40s. Very, very meticulously done science from Yale. And uh, really showing that how we are electromagnetic in nature, that we have a field that is primary, that will be able to show us fluctuations um, in our health before our biology shows us fluctuations in our health. And so, you know, we should be talking about this. I mean, we should be talking about preventative medicine and our energetic field. And we should be talking about proactive medicine and our energetic field. We can truly manipulate our biology if we understand how this field works and what are the practices and the tools and techniques to change the energy and information of the field So we coherently signal our biology, and that's what really produces health.
2: Mm. Now, someone would say this is all mysticism, this is new age, but you're telling me there's been studies from the 40s, all the way back to the 40s, from an Ivy League institution telling me that there is an energetic body that can precede, any alterations and disruption can precede biological manifestations? Exactly, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, Dr. Harold Burr, from Yale in the 40s did this work and, um, you know, it was followed up repeatedly uh, in the 60s and 70s when really this energetic renaissance was happening um, at very reputable institutions and, you know, the, it's so reproducible and it's so consistent that we have this other form and there's an anatomy to it and there's a physiology and a biology to this form that we just haven't fully started to work on yet. And when we do, and when we, we start to understand that maybe there are practices available to do this, we see rapid biological transformations. And, you know, it's been really the, the greatest gift of our own practice to start to disseminate this information and help people and see those transformations occur, you know, very consistently when this work happens. Mm.
0: I think especially for people who are just so into the wellness world and really focusing on their diet, what to eat, what toxins to avoid, what supplements to take, how to exercise, how to sleep, and they're still not seeing the results. And if we start understanding that that is so much more downstream than if we work on our upstream, you know, electromagnetic beings, that's really where the answer lays, And so now we're able to use the biofield in a way to really target energetic practices that people are starting to incorporate, like yoga, meditation, acupuncture, tai chi, reiki. But now we can do it in such a targeted way to really start moving the energy so that we really see the physical improvement in the health.
2: Yeah, one thing that stuck out in the conversation between us is you, you both said precedes all of the things that you just said, which is in many ways backwards to what we're doing in the whole medical model is we're immediately going from the physical manifestation, the biological manifestation and not looking upstream. Yep. So how, first of all, why isn't this taught in schools? And I went to a naturopathic school, which is more alternative, more open into these, and still like, we didn't have much work around this. Why is this being completely missed by the medical model of, of which, it, to me, and from what I'm hearing, is integral to healing?
1: Yeah. I think it's just the foundations of the scientific revolution and really trying to separate um, from this um, maybe more energetic or spiritual realm Mm -hmm. of healing, um, really back when the scientific revolution started to, to separate from these things that aren't measurable and tangible. And you know, that permeated into all of our institutions it really did this material view of society mm-hmm. and whether it's healthcare, whether it's the economic system or a public schooling system it's permeated all the way through and what we're seeing is the results of that there's there's a lot of problems mm-hmm. and um, it's time to go back to the foundations and start to find a model that works um, with the truths of this system which isn't all bad obviously mm-hmm. and you know the truths of the other system that was very you know, abundant, especially in Eastern traditions, mm-hmm. um, of knowing that healing occurs on this on this energetic level. There's mm-hmm. an electromagnetic level. And um, now we can start to incorporate it and start to teach it both through a scientific lens and maybe a more ethereal or spiritual lens also.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's just iterations of the same yeah. language. Mm-hmm. It's just who are you appealing to and how are you saying it? Yeah, Total. exactly. Uh, for me you could say both ways i i mean both of you know? we love
1: it too <laughs> uh, and,
2: and so so part of your both both of you guys work is in seeing patients and you're able to measure this right yeah and and can you tell me a little bit about this work and what it means and and what you see and and how and we'll go into like my whole Obsession with YouTube, which blew my mind. But, but just generally speaking, how is this measured, and what is what is this device, and what does it do? Yeah,
1: there's uh, there's a few different devices um, in our research that we've come across, and you know, there's there's ways of visualizing this field um, through different sort of lenses. Um, Krillian photography has kind of been a little bit more popular. Some people know about it, where it's you know, there's gas that gets uh, disseminated off the body, and you can see the different patterns of that, and um, you know, visualize the field that way. The technology that we're using is something called the Biofield Viewer, uh, which actually is uh, really nice because it can be done remotely, which, <laughs> yeah. you know, we love doing. And um, uh, it's really the, the different f- uh, wavelengths of light that uh, come off the body and how they have uh, actual um, emotional electromagnetic meaning. And you can decipher that when you see somebody's photograph and render it through this technology. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know beyond that, and I think what we did with you a lot was actually show you how it's signaling your biology, how this field was really signaling different parts of your biology. You didn't have to tell us much.
2: Which blew me away. Yeah. <laughs> That's what really blew me away yeah. because through wavelength and how it appears on this device or this technology, you both were able to see the parts of my body that were stuck or what I was feeling or what I was uh, dealing with. And I did not answer that anywhere. And I was like, how do they know this? What's going- what is this witchcraft here? But it's not witchcraft. It's actually like true medicine, yeah. Yeah. which blew me away. But, but um, so, so then you'll be able to read that with someone. Uh, and, and how does it show when there is a disruption in the energetic field? Um, how does it present on these photos? Because for me, we saw it where I had my tattoos. But is that for everyone? How, how do we know?
1: Yeah, so it's, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of the foundations of what it actually is. So you have to go back to thinking about what is this field? And it is essentially um, two things. How we think is electric. How we emote or our emotions are magnetic. And when we cast those out, uh, we broadcast uh, an electromagnetic field. And what it actually is is a wave and a frequency or a vibration. A wave is light and a frequency or vibration is sound. So we are broadcasting light and sound, just like a TV station. You know, we are broadcasting this out, looking for receivers of our light and our sound. When we find these receivers, we... um, They could be people, they could be places, they could be events. We have experiences. And we know, even conventional science knows, that, you know, the field of epigenetics, it's it's our experiences from our environment that signals the genes. Now, if you... um, are are signaling the genes in in a coherent way of with your your emotions being coherent and having coherent experiences, you signal genes for wellness.
0: So coherent signals would be like love, joy, uh, freedom, opportunity, like high frequency
1: emotions. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. And then the opposite is really our genes for stress. And when we see our genes for stress in particular, um, there's a very specific pattern where um, the biology shows that there is stress on the organ system that is corresponding to that experience or the wavelength of that experience. Mm. So, you know, very specific organ systems will light up in very specific ways to show us what experiences this person is repeatedly having. Mm. So,
0: incoherent signals would be like anger, fear, jealousy, yeah. hatred. And then those incoherent signals start becoming uh, stagnant in the areas of the body where Mm. it kind of, you know, vibrates with. So very commonly known, the liver holds uh, the emotional signature of anger, you know, or the kidneys hold the emotional signature of fear. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually what later then leads down to physical issues you know, mm. liver disease, kidney disease, mm-hmm. um, people with heart issues, a lot of times it's emotional signature of grief or sadness that they're holding on to. And then they develop heart disease later on, you know, so it's really like, how do we catch this before it really manifests into physical reality?
1: Mm. Oh, I'm sorry, you know, I just want to say we're, we're not opposed to understanding that you know, toxins and pathogens and all these things play a role. For sure. Oh, it's huge. just that this lays yeah. the foundation to become susceptible.
2: Oh, 100%. Yeah. So yes. it, it, that, that's the same exact way that I, I think about it. Yeah. yeah. We're talking foundational. Yeah. yeah. We're on the ground level right now. Yeah. All the other stuff is sprinkled on that keeps yep. pushing yep. that pathological process. Um, so to understand correctly, uh, each emotion has a uh, wavelength right, and, and sound basically, light mm-hmm. and sound,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, we attract receivers uh, of like frequencies, and those emotions have an affinity towards specific organs
0: Yeah,
2: because they are vibrational matches. Exactly. Interesting, okay, so that's why we hear even in Chinese medicine, they say this this is where this emotion is. Yeah. Yes. It's the same idea. It's like all of these different yeah. ancient cultures of medicine are saying the same thing. Exactly. You know, and and it's just unbelievable to to hear that. Yeah. yeah. It really is. So that even behooves us to be so much more aware of our feelings. And we go, whoa, whoa, whoa. today, how am I feeling? I can feel the emotion of grief, but I can also transduce that into a frequency that is, like you said, yeah. higher exactly. conducive energies. Yep. Or, yeah, right? exactly. Um, this is crazy stuff, yeah. right? Like it you, is. But, but imagine how it, sa- it sounds so simple, too. Simple yet crazy, right?
1: Yeah, it is. It okay, is. so
2: here I am. I do my biofield analysis, which, again, was very easy. We, we went into a room. There's specifics on the lighting. Take the pictures. Took five minutes. Next thing I know, I'm in front of you both, and there is this beautiful... Photo. It looks like an aura. Is it, is it like an aura pic? Or is it different? yeah. It's yeah. like classically speaking, an mm-hmm. aura. But, mm-hmm. but it shows all these different colors coming from my body. Darker colors around my tattoos. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: but uh, what is it that you saw in this picture? Maybe we can give a summary so we can explain and I can talk about some of the things that I deal with
1: that you saw. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, what we, <laughs> we should probably talk about your white light because, I mean, that, that was a big deal. Uh, we don't see that a lot. It's, mm-hmm. it's when people um, fully assimilate a lot of perspective in their life and uh, are able to live in a way of purpose and service. And so we thank you for your work thank and you. what you are doing um, because you, you are, like you said, and we said to you, you're on the right path. Yeah, and it's very clear your energy is working for you. Um, so keep going. But this was visualized. It was visualized in the
2: photo as light around, which is which is showing that that translates into purpose pur- purposefulness, um, service. assimilation, service. Actually, to me, service being the highest form of love. Yeah. So that's what you that's what you saw in the picture, which is
1: crazy. Yeah. yeah.
2: So then, so which gave me the confidence because I have I can't see these things, but then I see that and I go. Oh yes, I'm in the right place. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yes, the, the the work that I've been doing is literally manifesting in 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 a form that we can see tangibly in pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the that was the first thing that blew me away. The power of a photo. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, go on. Well,
0: I think I think what we love about the showing the field to a lot of people is because we love to show the potential that everyone carries, and when we see people as this like energetic being regardless of what they're wearing or how their hair is that day, it's like, that's who they are. And oftentimes that's what people need to see for themselves too. So like one of the most beautiful colors we see in the field is green. Mm-hmm. And that the green emanates from the heart center. And it's like a healer, you know, someone who just like emanates so much love. And you you see that they have all this green around them, but then you look in their body and there might be energy trapped or there's something going on physically. And we just show them, like, look at this beautiful healing potential that you have, and it's, like, time to bring it inward. Yeah. You know, it's, like, oftentimes we just give, 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 but we forget to give to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's such a beautiful reminder for people to, like, just heal themselves as well.
2: Mm-hmm. And we see that. Like, it, it's, it's so inspiring when you can see, wow, I am a giver, and I'm so poor at receiving it's time to nurture myself and it's potential right and that's a beautiful thing you can be insecure about your height about your weight about your hair and then all of a sudden like the picture shows your human form but it's like it takes a backseat to like just radiance everywhere you're like whoa is that is that this is really you yeah
0: Yeah. this is what people
2: feel not see this is what people feel when you walk in the room yeah how how can that not give you confidence?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: You know. So already from the get go, I'm having. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm a lot more confident than I was before this <laughs> call. Uh, but but from the biological disease state, wh- how do you see these things in in a photo?
1: Yeah. So it's it's really that you know, <laughs> fundamentally, we when we are signaling our genes for stress, we're leaking light, and you can see this in in different um, organisms. Actually, if you cut a stem of a plant and you use this photography with it, it's leaking light. It's 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 losing vital force, vital energy, and uh, it's very similar what we see on the biofield when our biology is being affected in incoherent ways. And one of the things that we saw with you was with your tattoos mm-hmm. and how these tattoos were actually infiltrating the sort of the energetic channels or the electromagnetic channels traditionally known as meridians or or nadis in the Indian tradition. And uh, you know it was really the ink that is disrupting these these very um, significant pathways that are leading to your internal organs and signaling your biology in very important ways you do not want any interference in those pathways so you know um just discovering something like that can be so transformative for a person because you know it was a, maybe a decision you made at a time in your life when you needed that and we fully support mm-hmm. that but let's do the things that are going to now allow you to enjoy the aesthetic of that tattoo, but really help your biology and um, assimilate all the right type of signals that your biology needs in order to create wellness. Mm -hmm. And it's totally doable when you visualize it this way.
2: The way that I I described it uh, to some people after, is like there's a river running, and then there's just a big boulder that's put there, and the water just goes around it, and that's what it seemed like. There was just like all this bright, radiant light, and then just like a, a dark, incoherent clump of yeah. energy right in my back tattoo that I have on my back, and then you showed me the front and the, <laughs> the ones on my chest and on my arms, and I was like, oh shit, man. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I really messed up, huh? But 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 no, it was no. a part of me that was really, uh, but. What is it about tattoos? Is it, is it that they, they leak into these energetic channels? And what are the energetic channels? Where are they in the body?
0: Yeah, so the it's actually not just the tattoos. Surgical scars are even worse. So when we cut into the fascia or tattoo um, ink leaks into the fascia, that's actually where the circuitry runs for the electromagnetic magnetic energy. So you can think about like wires running through the fascia. And if something kind of disrupts it, the wire gets frayed, so the circuit isn't as strong. Mm -hmm. And these circuits connect to all different organ systems. So, you know, for instance, many women get C-sections, you know, and when you cut that area, that actually disrupts the circuitry to the thyroid and the gut. So oftentimes we see women dealing with a lot of thyroid issues and gut issues after their C-section down the line. So... You know, our body, surprise, it's all connected.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had shared with you both this experience that I had um, on a plant, on plant medicine, and uh, I was having a full conversation with my body. That was the first time I ever knew that my body was fully conscious being, not only conscious, wanting to have a real relationship with me, where I was completely in the knowing of what my body wants at all given times,
1: mm-hmm.
2: in body, embodied, right? and. I was like, when did my, because my I, I've been dealing with IBS since 2007. And I, I go, what happened in 2007? I was like, when did that start? And all of a sudden I feel my body like spasming right in my back of my shoulder, right here. And it and it felt like someone was tapping my bone. And I go, what is it? Is it my, my scapula? I was like, did I injure my scapula when I played football? I was like, what is happening? And then once I said, is it my tattoo? I had a hot flash all mm. over from head to toe. And it was my body going, yeah, it was when you had the tattoo. And it, and then I thought about it after, and I was like, I got that tattoo three months before I got my gut issues, right? Because I got them April 2007, right? Earlier the part of the year, I remember getting it. I had to trace it back. Like, I had to, like, look back on, like, old emails. <laughs> and I found it. And I was like, holy shit. I was like... That meridian must have been disrupted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or some energetic channel must have been disrupted. Where my stomach is not strong enough anymore. Or was as strong as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Just Unbelievable. so
0: crazy. Just, just a tattoo, and yeah. I and I got
2: it because I was like, oh, you know, it, it, I read on the internet it doesn't really get into the epidermis and it'll be fine. But I didn't even consider energetic channels.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: there's ways to fix it.
1: Yeah, that's that's a great part. Just, that was my next question. Yes, yeah. we uh, is it salvageable? Yeah. it's totally salvageable i mean there's different ways of doing it um you know we, we're gonna help you today i think yeah we're and gonna get on video yeah <laughs> um but using light and um oftentimes using sound also um but really what it it takes is if you really think about it as a circuit it needs voltage it needs um real charge to repair this circuit and the ways to do that are light um, but you can also use things like uh, procaine which neural therapy is now famous for, uh, procaine actually gives us a tremendous amount of charge when it's, um, when it's uh, metabolized in our body. Mm. And so there are, there are definitely ways of opening up these circuits and like women with C-sections, for example, is a great uh, example when you change the dynamic of this circuit, you mm. repair it, the thyroid gets better, their digestion gets better and you know, we're hoping the same for you. Oh, yeah. You know, the same deal.
2: I yeah. love that. So we, 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 we sort of touched on it, the fascia, when we were talking about cutting into it and the tattoos. It's a mystery in many ways, especially in school. We, we touched on fascia maybe for a week and no more than that. First of all, for people who've never l- even heard of it or viewers and listeners, they're really intrigued. What is fascia? Uh, and, and what is the significance when we're talking about this energetic field of medicine?
1: So the fascia is uh, the connective tissue of every single organ, nerve, and muscle in our body. Everything is covered with fascia. It's like a net. And the fact that we don't learn about it is remarkable, too, um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because it is truly, it's an organ system in and of itself. And really what it is, it's a conductive system. And uh, we know now that these electromagnetic circuits run through the fascia, and Now
2: let's chat about something crucial, that is omega-3s. You know I'm all about keeping clean and pure when it comes to products, as well as food on my plate. But when it comes to supplements, right, we have to make sure we have the best of the best, but especially when it comes to omega-3s. And and I really mean it. Omega-3s are some of the most adulterated supplements that exist out there. And a lot of companies aren't doing it right. We need omega-3s for our heart, for our brain, for our eye health. You might not be getting enough nutritionally. When it comes to Puree, It's a quality brand, not only just with Omegas across their whole line. They're extremely transparent. Every batch undergoes rigorous testing against over 200 contaminants, and you could check the results for yourself. And that's one of my favorite things. You can scan the QR code and look at the batch that is right in front of you, that is on your shelf or in your counter, and you can see the results for this quality testing. dot com slash DRG, you're going to get 50% off plus all those freebies.
1: You know, the speed at which these signals are transduced is faster actually than the speed of light. And this is real research that I believe came out of UCLA, if I'm not mistaken, where um, they stimulated a point of on the fascia and then they checked the brain to see how quickly that happens, where, where the, the stimulus is received. And then they shine a light into the eye and look at the brain and see how quickly that is received. It's faster when you touch the fascia than shining light directly into the eye. Wow. And the fascia was touched on the toe, I should, I should mention mm-hmm. that. So you, got, you can imagine that distance compared mm-hmm. to the eye and the brain connection. So this is an incredibly elaborate, uh, faster-than-a-speed-of-light type of a connective circuit that we have in our body that is truly primary in terms of how we signal our genome. And our biology, mm. so it is. It is. Uh, I mean, it should be on the top of any new healer's list to learn about this incredible circuit and how to uh, manipulate it and and make it work for our body mm. even better when it needs to.
2: Mm. Have you both identified anything else that disrupts the fascia other than mechanical or tattoos? Is there anything else? Is there is there maybe injuries? Is there are, are do infections get into the fascia? Have you have you found oh, anything? Well,
0: we can talk about root canals. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, though, but all those things above and um, really actually what we, should, what we should mention is the magnetic force of an emotion can affect mm-hmm. the circuitry of the fascia. Mm. It, can, it can change the flow um, of, the, of the energy transmitted through this. Just because an emotion has such a magnetic pull that uh, when, you, when you have this in your body, um, you are you are actually changing how light is being transmitted through your body, and it's it's exerting a force on these fascial circuits.
0: And it's so, all about if the emotion is coherent or incoherent.
1: Mm.
0: So coherent is like very easy to flow. Incoherent, you can imagine,
2: like LA traffic at five. Yeah, exactly. Very incoherent. <laughs> uh, so so it's all so that when you say magnitude of emotion, was that what you, what you it like? If if it's an incoherent strong emotion. Is that something that really disrupts the fascia, you're saying?
1: Yeah, it's a greater magnetic pull, and and so you're just going to change the way that this uh, signaling system is, is transmitting information. Mm. Um, infections for sure, especially root canals, uh, that is a big, big deal, and people need to know about that. I mean, there's books been written on it, but it's kind of hidden still, um, that root canals is a dead area of your body uh, that's still in your body, which no other medical you know, specialty does. Yeah. We know that dead tissue doesn't work. But what is still connected when you pull out the artery and the nerve is that fascial plane that is around that tooth area. Mm. And uh, if bacteria are now thriving in this dead tooth, they are signaling and sending toxins through this fascia. And, mm. you know, it is really disrupting your circuitry. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure. Which is why a lot of people with uh, root canals or dental issues have in other parts of the body exactly. issues. Totally. Right? And, yeah. Uh, and it and it would be transmitted through the fascia, as we know. You know, uh, certain biotoxins or bacteria can move through the blood system. Yeah. Now we know yeah. also fascia is
0: another route.
1: Yeah. So we see it a ton. Yeah,
0: we see it a ton <laughs> in the biofield.
1: Yeah. We we see a root canal, and then you know, if that root canal, for example, is connected to the kidney, the kidney is just bright. Whoa. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we tell people, get rid of that root canal first and foremost, and uh, then we'll see. As one of the first steps. One of the first steps. Wow. It's so wow. fundamental.
2: It, it's it's incredible. I wonder, and I would challenge all the viewers and listeners, if you had a root canal, draw a little timeline. If If you can identify when your other issues, quote unquote, started right around there, see, because you might find that they're, they're connected without seemingly being connected. You know, so many yeah, of us think exactly. the mouth is separate from the body. Yeah. Exactly. I did ten, I did two years of dental school. I have such an appreciation for oral health <laughs> for this reason. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, that can affect the heart? Yeah. Bacteria here? And yeah. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I still have such a passion for it. So oral health, and is it is it just root canals, or can it be just infections or poor poor oral health overall, gingivitis, same thing?
1: Very similar. Very, very similar. similar. Um, root canals are definitely the most insidious by far. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I mean, even fillings that are, say, BPA-laden, mm-hmm. right? A lot of fillings have BPA in them. Yeah. and um, you know that, that is signaling your circuitry in a very poor way. Getting these things looked at is uh, one of the most fundamental things you can do for your health. and like we said, we, we advocate for it first mm-hmm. because it just gets overlooked so often.
2: Mm. So viewers and listeners, right now, what about they're, they're thinking? Okay, I hear all the stuff that affects my fascia for the worst. What can I do? What are some things that really help the health of my fascia? When I mean, even if you type in fascial health, you're probably not going to find <laughs> much on it. Google isn't even going to give you much. I've tried that. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I can imagine it already. I just had that feeling. Is there anything that you've identified that really th- gives and nurtures and thrives the the fascia? What, what can what can we do for that?
0: Essential oils. Yeah essential oils are very powerful really every uh essential oil kind of has its own frequency and it can actually help uh certain organ systems where there might be trapped energy so you can literally use essential oils to like release energy as well Mm. um and then scalar energy
1: yeah 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 absolutely using sound and light therapies um really i mean thinking about it these a lot of these therapies have been around for millennia and you know yoga is a fascial therapy i like this term now um <laughs> it, it it really is you know mm-hmm. we we are moving uh, very specific areas of our body for a reason there's a very specific reason it's just mm-hmm. something that we're just we just haven't been taught but there's a geometry th- to this and a beautiful symmetry to how we are signaling our light system mm-hmm. our electromagnetic body and that is your fascia that transduces all of that So very important to get into these. I
2: wonder if we had a visualization, like a video biofield visualization of an emotional release session. And if, if when it's released, it's just light Exploding out, just going through the body when it's like stuck
1: in the fascia. Have you seen it? No. Oh, that's exactly what it looks like. Oh, uh,
2: theoretically speaking, (laughs) that's probably
1: what it looks like. That's exactly what it looks like. It's unbelievable, actually, when you see. um, Actually, it was a Reiki practitioner that I personally saw that was working with a live um, biofield being casted. Wow. Uh, So yeah, seeing a projection of a live biofield while somebody is doing energetic work with Reiki, and it looks exactly like that. Where the field is just sort of dull for a bit and you see this person just kind of moving things, moving things, and then there's this yawn this person had and everything just lit up. It's just like there's an explosion. You can see there's an upgrade in their their physiology, their biochemistry, everything just upgrades in that moment.
2: It's incredible because it might just be that that person hasn't yet suffered the biological effects yet, Mm -hmm. but down the line, it was almost guaranteed, especially Mm -hmm. in that state. Yeah. But isn't it crazy that subtle shift in her energy could save her and prevent her from chronic disease exactly. fifteen years from then?
0: Yep.
2: Isn't that wild? That literally a, a reiki, <laughs> a reiki session can completely save in many ways her life. Yeah, incredible.
0: And it's beautiful because there's so many different healing modalities, so everyone doesn't have to do Reiki. Right. You can do acupuncture, you know, you can do yoga, meditation, breath work, uh, plant medicine. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Uh, We really like sound tuning. Sound
0: tuning is really beautiful, too. Mm -hmm. Like, we've had sessions where we've done sound tuning on clients and... Out of nowhere, they'll tell us a story about being assaulted when they were younger. Wow. They're like, I don't know how this just came to me, and like they're just like literally releasing it, you know, as you're working on them.
2: Two things that I've noticed that have been outwardly more in- intuitively for me, uh, powerful. I-, I I just felt it was essential oils. I would smell them, and I'm like, whoa, like these these are there's something here, and I always wanted to get into them more, but I never did because I just there was so many out there, I got yeah. overwhelmed. You know, so I only have a handful in my house, but I just knew they helped so much. I, when I worked in the cancer hospital, we worked with Peppermint a lot, mm. and it would help these patients. Like, I'm like, I don't understand how this is helping their nausea better than some of the drugs that they're taking. Yeah. And they're just sniffing on it throughout the day. Yeah. And they're like, I, I'm not throwing up anymore. My nausea's better. I was like, but you're sniffing something. How is that possible? and frequency. So I have a yep. tuning fork. Yeah. And we you know, we have them in our medical kits to like test for broken bones and right. tumors. And uh, I was like, well, maybe I should just li- hit it, hit it and listen to it. I was like, whoa, this is really strong. So then I would put it around my body and I can, can you believe this? One time I put it on my stomach and I felt like this emotion moving and I was like, oh my god, I feel like crying. I was like, what is this doing? Yeah. But it, it now it stands to believe. That's just, it's tuning, it's, cre- it's creating a coherence with the yeah. energy, energetic yeah. pieces in my body that, are, that were stuck. Um, two things that are, like, cheap. Yes. Right? People can get a tuning fork, they can get essential oils. Uh, but, well, to me, again, why isn't it, like, at the top of, like, hi, welcome to your doctor's visit. <laughs> L- lay down. We're going to do first a few things, and then we're going to test your blood work after, you know? Yeah. Like, this is, this is where I, I hope to see medicine moving.
1: Absolutely, oh, sure. it's the future. It really is. The, the future of healing is in the, the level of sound and light and these modalities that, that use it. And what is the, you know, the risk-benefit ratio, right? Mm-hmm. Very, very favorable. Mm-hmm. What is the risk here of smelling an essential oil, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it's just, it needs to be implemented in a way that um, providers are, are really you know, kind of compensated fairly for for knowing these things and we need a system and a a shift in our system to to do that and hopefully we're all part of that movement
2: now yeah i think we are i definitely (laughs) think we are for sure uh and 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 when when we talk about light therapy and energy healing and and the way that you're putting it with biofields i think about like einstein and tesla right this is exactly the stuff that they were talking about totally Royal Rife, do you know him? Yeah, totally. Yeah, working with the Rife machine that was yeah. based in energy and, yeah. and sound and yep. frequency. frequency. Yeah, and they took it away. The FDA literally took it away. They burned his papers in in his office, and I was like, why did they do that? You know, he wasn't hurting anyone. Mm-hmm. He was actually, on the contrary, reversing diseases of his time, and I was like, and it was energy healing.
0: Mm-hmm. That's exactly why they did it. Yeah, it's exactly
2: <laughs> why they did it. I, I, I don't want to say, but uh, someone had to. Right? It's exactly why they did it. So. I, if that's back in, I believe, the 50s, uh, I can imagine how much resistance there is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find, both of you, any resistance from colleagues or from work saying, hey, why aren't you prescribing meds like we taught you?
0: Well, we left that world behind.
2: <laughs> you left the world behind a yeah. long time ago?
0: Okay. I mean, well, not,
1: uh, even just, just a year and a half ago, but... Yeah. We're kind of ostr- ostracized. I mean, you can tell your story about vaccinations and that difficulty. Yeah,
0: I mean, we won't go down that hole, but...
1: It's a rabbit hole. It, yeah. Yes.
0: Uh, but, I mean, everyone should be educated, you know, whether you want a vaccine or not. Like, that's your choice, but you need to be, you need to be taught the risks and the benefits. And at my office, uh, they told me that I shouldn't tell anyone that there's any risks involved. Oh, i see other providers mm-hmm. and soon after that i left my job
2: yeah <laughs> and where were you working? not well, uh, but like, what were you doing
0: i was a primary care provider in the bay area actually wow. yeah wow Yep.
2: and and it's just that's the informed consent right it, it's yep. so egregious for me to say this and only this and this is the way that we yep. have to do it how disempowering it is to society and the growth right, of humanity if we can't question. That's science, right, to question. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, yeah, I mean, so you've been ostracized.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. I mean, the conventional system in us um, aren't seeing eye-to-eye in many ways, but that's okay, Uh, you know, because there's a lot of us now. There's a, this is a growing movement and it wasn't, we were talking after talking about, to you and we were just like, wow, it was so easy to tell him this stuff. It's like he just got it, mm-hmm. you know, and you're coming from a, a major science background yeah. and, and a lot of sort of knowledge behind all health and wellness yeah. and it was just very easy for you to get this because it's something very core to us that we intuitively understand some of these principles because you've had those experiences and you reflected back and even while we were talking, you reflected back multiple times of how you've had experience mm-hmm. of, of of interacting with this energetic self mm-hmm. and how it changed things for yeah, you in yeah. rapid ways. So I, I you know, I think we can just focus on who, who wants to be a part of these movements now mm-hmm. and, and sort of start to build this community from from the, this ground up mm-hmm. and, and and come together and start to disseminate this information and you know the Royal Rifes of the world and, and all these people who kind of were the pioneers, um, their their work won't go in vain.
2: No, absolutely. And for me, there's always something to be, something to be said about, like, people inherently know truth. Mm-hmm. Even if it's covered in all of these stories and teachings and narratives and news media and social media, uh, when you say something, it, it can penetrate all that and hit them in the heart. Whether right. it, Sometimes it's really sub- subtle. And when it comes to healing, not just spiritual truths or why we're here, or who we are, when it comes to healing, I find the same thing. Right? If you're able to speak in your confidence about this this is a truth, listen. Yeah. When you want to heal, here's where you start. Look here. People are like, "Oh, this is too simple to be true. It's too grand to be true." But I feel like I want to listen more. I, I'm challenging the viewers and listeners. lean into conversations like this because if you feel it in your heart, it might be true for you. Mm-hmm. Probably is true for you, <laughs> right? So that's why I have such a optimistic view of people in this space. Because as long as we keep an integrity of truth and energy and fascia and healing and the self-healing mechanism, there's there's only up to go. Yeah. Right? We'll find resistances, but... Shoot, I feel fired up, man. i like I'm leading a protest in Washington right now. <laughs>
1: that was not good for your liver. Remember, we talked about right, that. Right, right, right.
2: And to, and to the viewers and listeners, I have I have this fiery anger in my liver, apparently, that, that I need to like...
1: And your hip, your right hip. And my hip,
2: and my right hip, yeah, yep, exactly. Yep, so, yep. Uh, which, which was interesting, because we talked about right hip issues, me and my trainer. So yeah. that's when I was like, how did you know this? <laughs> what is this stuff? Amazing, so... I know you both have uh, uh, so a lot of information on the website. How do people uh, find you, first of all, and, wh- and what are you offering? Do you have some courses or lectures? How can people get involved in this understanding?
0: Yeah, um, we do have a website. It's just satyahealth.com, or on social media, same Satya Health, and right now we're doing biofield-only visits, uh, but we also, our other part of our practices, we do genetics to kind of do the inside-out approach and healing. Um, so yeah, if we, we like to support people wherever they are in their healing journey. Um, some people just want the energetic level. Some people still want to sprinkle in the supplements and the diets so and yeah. we kind of support them there. Um, so they can, they can reach us pretty easily through those media. And I love channels. that you mentioned yeah.
1: courses because, um, yeah. we, we honestly, we're passionate about educating yes. yeah. and, and that's really actually our, we don't think of ourselves as anything but educators. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, Developing courses is actually what we're working on right now. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, getting this information out and these multi dimensional healing modalities yeah. and thinking of yourself energetically, working on that, but also physically and chemically and ha- the different ways that we can do that. When you put all of those together and you empower a person to put all of those together, you know, you can heal yourself. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. The, all the, the bases is there. And the information, I'm sure people are going to soak it up because, as I mentioned, I have such an educated audience that is tired. They're just tired of going to the doctor and saying, Here, take this and go home. And then they're tired of all of a sudden functional naturopathic medicine. Not every practitioner, but many going, Here, take these 10 supplements, mm-hmm. go home, and call it a day. Yeah. We intuitively are growing and feeling, especially consciousness shifting in the yes. past few years, where this is, this is the conversations that need to be had. Mm. So everyone go to satyahealth.com.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and the Instagram was? Satya Health, yeah. Satyahealth. So easy, S-A-T-Y-A. Yeah. And uh, the
1: course, when can we expect it? And that actually... That'll be actually in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Perfect timing. Yeah,
2: perfect so by the timing. time this is out, people are going to be, <laughs> just log on it and go and learn some more.
0: And just to uh, let you know, satya actually in Sanskrit means truth truth yeah
2: true health yeah amazing (laughs) i love that is there anything that you uh anything else you want to drop anything else you wanted to say about anything before we sign off
1: i think we're good i honestly um we appreciate you Mm -hmm. we we just want to let you know because i think um this is this is a huge ripple that you are putting in this ocean Mm -hmm. you know and um we just want to ride this wave with you, you know? It's it's time for all of us to sort of do this together.
2: Hell yeah, man. We'll we'll all team up, man. The tidal wave is coming. (laughs) Just wait, the little ripples are just the the baby ones. I'm ready to do a cannonball.
0: (laughs) I think I also want to say that um, a lot of people feel they're not hurt or, you know, their symptoms go unchecked or they're just lost, and they're going to heal. Like, they're going to heal. Like, they're already on their journey, Mm -hmm. you know, even everything they've gone through like all the bad doctor visits all the things that you know the doctors tell them all the side effects of medications like that took them to exactly where they needed to go to learn from their experience Mm -hmm. and that healing is multimodal you know like you can't just expect one doctor to give you all the answers it's Mm -hmm. like it's like a puzzle right there's different like pieces that you just have to kind of put together Mm -hmm. So just just keep going, keep reaching out to people, Com- community love, like having support. That's one of the biggest things I think we're lacking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, we fully believe in everyone's potential to heal. I love it. Yeah. Uh,
2: what a way to <laughs> sign off. Sunny <laughs> and Chai, Satya Health, thank you so much for being here. Thank, thank you.
0: Thank you so thank much.
1: You. All right. Appreciate you.